Life is good, but it can be better. I want to be an apex predator. Barbara, what did you do? The way I fly, they will never find us. I forgot to tell you. What? Later. Will they pull their shit at us? Well, shit, Diana. Does everybody parachute now? Hello and happy Hello. 2024. Happy 2024. Oh, it's fucking Election insane year, both sides of the Atlantic. Yeah. yeah. That's right, yeah. But we'll ruin all of that by giving yeah. you the second half. What of, a way uh, to yeah. start the year. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case yeah. you thought 2024 was going too well so yeah. far. Already. We're here what to we'll fucking do is, all up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and drop the other anticipated boot. This is the second half of episode one of our breakdown of Wonder Woman 1984, where we pick it up from the uh, the reveal, the big reveal of the thing, what drives the plot. Yeah. Basically, it's the it's the the uh, it's the wishing the, stone. Yeah, is what, is yeah. What they'll it's, call it. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, you know. It's it's not bewitched, is it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The wishing stone. Does it get called that? Yeah, weirdly, it gets called several different things. Doesn't yeah. it? I seem to recall. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> so yep. yeah, if you've been if you've yep. been waiting on tenterhooks to find out what happens next, mm. more um, for you for yeah. one thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I'm afraid that spoiler alert: what happens next is more terrible film. Uh, oh um, yeah. 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 There is that. Yeah, it's good references to chips, though. But yeah, there's know, the old is... fun moment, but yeah. it's mostly frame, couple mostly of interspersed, yeah. and sometimes it's just nice to look at Chris Pine and Gal Gadot. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's pleasant on the eye, easy on the eye. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 they're um, both lovely. Yeah, uh, if only they knew what they were doing. Yeah, if only someone had written a script that made any sense at all. Yeah, and what's interesting is that they continue, it's probably because they're pleasant to look at, they continue to do other work. Yes, yeah. It it does seem to me that... Yeah, this didn't kill their careers. Yes, exactly, (laughs) yes, yes. Um, Should have done, because it was a stinker. And it wasn't, they weren't, there wasn't even the saving grace of... Great performance, trapped inside a bad film, which is another one of our theories. I've enjoyed uh, more of Chris Pine's subsequent work mm-hmm. than Gal Gadot's. Chris Pine oh, okay. has, has done some great films since, yeah, yep. including, for example, Dungeons and Dragons. Right, um, uh, but whereas Gal Gadot, I think, not so much. Not a lot of the stuff she's done has been a bit crap, like Heart of Stone, right. Yeah. Um, Red Notice. Right. Struggling yep. to think of a good thing she's done since. Maybe there's stuff there that I'm just not thinking of, but this mm-hmm. this might have been her her zenith. Right. Um, it's hard to say. We'll right. see where it goes from here. Right. But Chris Pine. See, I think I, think I would have thought that the actual the the first Wonder Woman was possibly a zenith. Oh, I think yeah. yeah she's done. She's done. Quite... She did better things before. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So this was a, but, yeah. this was halfway down the slide downwards. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I did, I did watch Red Notice the other day. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, it was yeah. fine. 
it's, but it yeah. was fine only because I like all three of the main people yeah. in it. Yeah, but yeah. If, I mean, they frankly, there's not. They could have done anything. I probably would have yeah. enjoyed it. The film yeah, yeah. itself, there wasn't much to, to talk about. But the no. I like all three, so they're fine. Yeah, yeah. They can, I think if I would, I would stop short of them covering McCartney's simply having a wonderful Christmas <laughs> time. <laughs> I think, you know. I mean, she didn't do a great job with Imagine, did she, Gal? No. So. True. Yeah. 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 That was yeah, that was very expensive royalties. Very, very bad. On that. Yeah, and uh, very very bad. Anyway, we should yeah. we should not delay okay. you from getting to the no, joys of, of Wonder Woman eighty four. Second part of any episode further. one. Yeah, and uh, and don't forget you can you know if you want to listen to the other. 17, 18, how, how many episodes did we do? We did a lot. We did a few. We did a lot. <laughs> yeah. It did, it, it did. We were incensed At some by point, the whole experience. Quite angry. Yeah. Several yeah. points, in fact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So if you want to immerse yourself in that and, and a vast library of other stuff, don't forget mm. you can join our other patrons at patreon.com slash ftrump and be exposed to us ranting about other media yeah. 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 Meanwhile, we'll see you on the next episode. Yeah. And uh, enjoy the rest of your New Year's holiday. Diana at that point says, okay, I'll look into this some more. Yeah. Which she doesn't. <laughs> no. She doesn't do, well, she doesn't do any looking but, into it at that no, point. No. But then you think, well, who's asked you to do that? <laughs> and... Isn't that what they've asked Barbara to do? Yeah. That, but she what, she agrees to go out for a meal with Barbara, yeah. who previously yeah. asked her to, to lunch. Um, and then, yeah. the, the, despite the fact that there was no wind when Coffee Guy <laughs> had his wish, they go to this restaurant, which is Super at the windy. top of somewhere. <laughs> Super windy! Yeah, despite windy there, being, there being windows which are apparently closed... There's no, yeah. there's no evidence of Super where that windy. wind would be coming from. However, not a trace of it on the sound. No, no, and also no wind no. apparently affecting Barbara. Only, um, Just, only Diana. Yeah. Her, her yeah, kind yeah. of silky blouse thing is moving all over the yeah. place. Her hair's blown. Yeah. I went, I went to a, uh, the Isle of Wight festival one year, and there was a tribute act. Well, it was a kind of comedian. It was a sort of piss taking act of the Sex Pistols. But they were called the Sex Pissed Dolls, and it was <laughs> they were doing all of the glamour tropes of kind of punk girls, but with big hair. And on stage, there's these massive fans, and they would play the guitar and lean into the fans so their hair <laughs> would blow in you know eighties <laughs> kind of uh, overblown fa- an overblown fashion, which made me think of diana's hair blowing and all this and you kind of thinking <laughs> yeah okay that but they're, i'm not hearing any wind and why what they no. just think they filmed that on a windy day no unclear why there's wind in no. this in this no. uh restaurant yeah on in um, one half of the show. and but but diana tells tells barbara that she is um like very funny um and yeah. and personable and and yeah. fun to talk to and like hasn't laughed this much in years and you know yeah so so apparently Barbara is a lovely person once you get to know her yeah but no one yeah. wants to know her because she has glasses on and can't walk in heels exactly and she only wishes that she was more like her 
And uh, my my note was, does this date between Diana and Barbara <laughs> pass the the Bechtel test? I was wondering that. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. if I I think it, I uh, I think I might not because she asks mm. the the main question is whether Diana has ever been in love. So so the Bechdel yeah. test requires that you don't talk about men when there's two named women talking in a scene. Yeah, yeah. You don't talk about yeah. a man. And kind of she does. She she asks her about her I mean, relationships. It lasts about two minutes and then yeah. she kind of goes, oh, yeah, there was this one guy, but he died. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't think this scene necessarily does pass it. I'm not... I, I think arguably it passes it later on when... when uh, Barbara becomes cheetah, and they yeah. and they have a fight and a bit of a chat. <laughs> I don't think they talk about men at that point. <laughs> no. So a bit of a chat. bit of a chat, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think the film as a whole just passes the Bechdel test, which is fucking impressive for a film that is a basically about female empowerment, <laughs> or supposed to be. Yeah, uh, about that. Well, yeah, is it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think it's it's about thwarted megalomania, isn't it? Yeah. But she's walking back apparently from the 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 meal, her date with Diana, and um, yeah, the, a drunk asshole basically attacks Barbara, and yeah. Diana comes and rescues her and and yeah. kicks the guy into next week basically, and yeah. and yeah. rescues her, and she says, "I was just I was using his weight against him." It's S- n- yeah. normal self-defense stuff i was just basic basic jiu-jitsu yeah. yeah um and so when barbara gets back to her office she then holds a wishing stone and, and wishes to be like diana yeah uh and she says she wants to be strong and sexy and and uh cool and 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 at that point we do get the wind we do effect. get wind yes yeah which she doesn't notice we're indoors no, like no one a, seems to notice it when the wind no, happens. When it's the like, witches, we're like in a hermetically sealed lab yeah. at night, and she's just been mugged. So you'd kind of want to check the doors, wouldn't you? <laughs> you go, is that somebody yeah, yeah. open the door or something? You know, she's. But they're obviously so far the actors we've seen who are affected by wind. <laughs> Are oblivious to wind, yeah. Because yeah. at the cafe, nobody did no, 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 didn't no, notice no. it at all. No, and so uh, she um, wants to be strong and sexy and cool and special, yeah. even though Diana had said that Barbara was all of those. And yeah. however, you're nothing if you're not beautiful, because beauty is truth and truth is beauty and. <laughs> Sandy wants to yeah. be Stockard Channing in Greece, and yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, and I mean, if you if your role model is Gal Gadot, I mean, yeah, if that's who you're comparing yourself to, yeah. But she forgets the fact that she gets the guy out of the IT crowd yeah. in Bridesmaids, you know, yeah. and. That she is, despite the fact that Gal Gadot has told her that she is. I mean, she's yeah, she's she's ever she's she's you know, Hollywood picked ugly. her up. She's yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's Amanda yeah. Bynes before she takes the glasses off and lets her hair down. 
There you go. And she's yes. all that. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I don't think Amanda Bynes was in she's all that. But anyway, uh, weirdly, it seems to be a confidence thing. Mm. Because yep. cause she falls asleep and she wakes up the next morning at her desk, having, having yep. wished for this stuff. She looks exactly the same as she yep. did the previous night. The only thing she does is take her skirt off and pull her yep. top down to be a yep. kind of a skirt thing over her leggings, basically. Not she doesn't take her glasses off. Either. No, she's wearing her glasses still that morning. Oh, is she? Yeah. Oh, she? Oh, because she... I was thinking, oh, no. it's the Clark Kent thing. No, the only thing oh. she does differently is is take her yep. skirt off and, and pull her top down. Yeah. Um, and she's wearing leggings, so so that covers it. She's wearing different she, heels yeah. now to the to the heels she was wearing the entire day before she fell asleep at her desk. Yeah. But now suddenly she can walk in them. Yeah. Not only can she walk in them, she can leap out of the way of a of a knocked over water bucket. Um, yeah. And jump on a chair. Yeah. Single single footed. And now. Yeah. Um, the the Asian guy who previously kind of wouldn't even stop to help Blanked her pick her up with her papers briefcase. is like, yeah, yeah, "Hey, yeah. babe." Um, yes. <laughs> and and yeah. yeah, yeah, and the janitor knows her name, and I don't yeah. know if that's supposed. To, I'm not sure if that's supposed to indicate that now she's sexy, that that people now know who she is, because literally yeah. the person who interviewed her for her job didn't know her name the yeah. the day before. So the fact the janitor in the in the department knows her name, yeah, is I'm guessing then, is supposed to be an indication on, that now everyone yeah, knows who she is. Yeah, but later on, uh, Max Lord turns up and the woman that interviewed yeah. her said, now, "Ah, yeah, Barbara." Yeah. Now everyone knows yeah, yeah. who she is because now yeah, she's yeah. she's got her wish to be like Diana, and everyone likes yeah. her because she's everyone. cool, even though she hasn't changed at all. A bit. She hasn't yeah. even taken her glasses off at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then Max Lord comes in. He's kind of a douche, and um, yeah. and and all anyone knows about him is he's been on TV, and he says, yeah. um, "Life life is good, but it could be better. Could be better." Um, yeah. And um, yeah, she meets him and kind of fawns over him a bit, and he is. It's weird. It's kind of weird because. At this point, she has wished to be like Diana. Yeah. And yet, you know, the only reason Max is like is is pretending to like her is to get what he wants. Yeah. So he, it isn't it it is a weird kind of mixed message because it should be that everyone is attracted to her that mm. if she got her wish to be like Diana, um and and yeah the the. Her colleague said, "Hey, you look good," um, but but you know Max is only pretending to like her, so that's a that's an odd because mm. otherwise cause it, he would be he would be enthralled by yeah, her, yeah. and then in a way it troubled be. by the yeah. fact that he wants to use her to get the crystal absolutely so he ought he ought to be torn by the fact that he's pretending to like her but he actually likes her because she's irresistible there's room there for something interesting yeah there's room yeah for him to to suddenly be attracted to her and yeah. and yet he also needs something from her yeah um 
but so he would he would you know with the outset he was going to pretend to be attracted to her in order to get the crystal but actually turns out to be attracted to her because of the magic yeah. wish being granted and then would be in conflict about using that despite his better judgment yeah yeah but no we, they don't we, they don't go yeah, down that route that would be easy to put that here yeah. if that was in there <laughs> It'd be more that would make him a bit more dimensional yeah. like maybe we get up to two dimensions <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah with him yeah. yeah 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 so he he kind of wanders about and uh gets the tour of the smithsonian and diana kind of said no he's just a, a schlemiel he can fuck off yeah she meets him doesn't trust him um he he offers to get her a tv because she says she doesn't have a tv yeah, um. <laughs> yeah. I don't watch. I don't watch TV. But I can get you a great big one. Yeah, and yeah, I've nineteen been on TV. inches. It's huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't look up whether nineteen nineteen inch TVs were of the thing. I, I, I think have... arguably that was the most eighties reference in this film. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a a massive widescreen TV, not in the eighties, in the nineties. When the, before they were flat screen, and it was actually as a result of it being a sixteen by nine screen at the front, it was deeper than it was wide. <laughs> yeah, 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 CRT it, screens. Just Fuck me, TV. I had yeah. the, I had an enormous. I mean, it was actually, it was probably thirty two inches or something like that. Wow. Um, but in terms of because it, it was a CRT screen, it yeah. was fucking huge so when we eventually <laughs> swapped it for a flat screen i almost broke my back getting that out of the house because it it's the the weight of that amount of bulk yeah. for a for yeah. that size screen it's fucking heavy <laughs> plus you realize that the room was like three yeah, feet i practically died the next scene we end up at max's uh, building, don't we? Yeah, yeah. His uh, his corporation, we see him, which is like flattery on the outside drive. and decrepit on the inside. Yeah, and he drives up in a Rolls Royce with a gold uh, grill, which is kind of just ghastly. And he approaches. Actually, it's really quite a, a well observed eighties postmodern architecture. You know, with kind of postmodernism was happening in the eighties, with those ghastly, gaudy, coloured columns and things like that. <laughs> it was, yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's kind of, and postmodernism, I think, was also termed as architectural shopping. So it was a mashup of all the architectural styles that had previously existed. So it was the the height of I mean, if you look at the city of London uh, during the height of Thatcherism, it is overstretched columns and coloured awnings and broken pediments and things like that. It's just ghastly, horrible stuff. Um, but it was all thought of, of being very aspirational and uh, it's very yuppie and... Um, show-offy of 
riches and riches gained at the expense of others. It had become synonymous. That kind of postmodern architecture had become synonymous with that exploitative financial, um, you know, kind of marketeering. It's it's Re- it's Reaganomics and Thatcherism <laughs> made flesh, it, and it's horrible. And it's been after thoroughly rejected by archi- the architecture community ever since. But they so they got that very right when he turns up in a gold fronted rolls and this um, postmodern architecture building, and he goes in and it's and walks past reception, goes upstairs to a sort of unfinished office bit into a corner which is finished in the gaudiest yeah. kind of game show <laughs> host uh, uh, it reminds me of i saw a uh, picture once of bruce forsyth's um <laughs> living room in the like late 70s and 80s and it's got <laughs> those full-size porcelain leopards and you know gold palm trees it's that kind of stuff which was thought of as being very affluent and high yeah. class but it's it's the kind of class of people that ought not to be given any kind of money because they would just buy porcelain leopards <laughs> and gold palm trees and it's just horrible ghastly stuff so yeah I called it so, Neo yeah, Game Show we, host. Yeah. We discover that Max has a child called Alistair, who he has this weekend yeah. is his weekend with Alistair. And, um and also that he's he's running not a Ponzi scheme, because one of his <laughs> investors turns up and says uh it's a Ponzi scheme. You know, it's a completely fake thing, you're peddling this fake stuff, there's no oil fields, you've just bought the oil rights to places that have got no oil. And he says, it's a Ponzi scheme. And and then Max Lord says, no, it's not a scheme. He kind of pronounces <laughs> it weirdly. You think, you just heard him say scheme. Why are you saying scheme? <laughs> at, at which point I realised I was nitpicking. But <laughs> I did play it back four times. I went... He definitely said yeah. scheme. The weird thing is that that Simon, the guy who is berating him, is is one of his investors, yeah. which has got his yeah. business to where it is at this point, but is demanding yeah. his money back because he's he's done a bit of research and he's realised that uh, Max's oil fields are st- are, are on land right. that everyone yeah. else has passed right. on because it doesn't really have yeah. any oil. Um, yeah. and and he's th- he's basically saying I want my money back in forty eight hours or I'm going to the authorities. Max, at this point, as far as he's concerned, is this close to a magic fucking wishing stone that can get him anything he wants, <laughs> anything he wants. So why yeah. does he care what Simon thinks? Yeah, he is like why is he pleading? With yeah, him? he's desperate yeah. that Simon doesn't. Yeah, say don't yeah. pull out now no. because I'm. I'm so to... close. I'm but hitting yeah. upon something. He's right yeah. there. He he has seen it in Barbara's office. Yeah. He knows he's going to yeah. get get it from her at the gala members' evening in tonight. Yeah, I just tell Simon to fuck off. Because yeah. cause he's going <laughs> yeah. to he's, yeah. he's going to say right you know if look if you want to pull out 
that's fine. I'll give you all your money back. Not a problem at all. I will keep yeah. all of the profits. If you want to pull out, I will get all the benefit. That's that's better you're, for me. You're going to lose out. Yeah. Yeah. No problem at all. Yeah. My business, yeah. you'll see it tomorrow. My business is going to go to to an amazing distance. So if if now's when you want to pull out, go ahead. Um, yeah, just before I break it. Yeah. 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 There's no reason for him to be really upset and anxious and, and uh, you know, excited about what, what's, what other, other Simon than is saying. He gets to say the line, I'm not a con yeah. man. I'm a television personality. <laughs> yeah, very Trump. And a respected <laughs> businessman with a plan. Uh-huh. And you go, well, no, you're none of those things. And then again, you are and then to, uh, Simon calls him a loser and, and he says to Alastair, very Trumpian, he says, I'm I'm not a loser, yeah. he's a loser. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and you're going to be proud to be my son. And then poor little Baron, I mean, I mean Alistair, yeah. says... Uh, okay. Yeah. And he kind of and did and at that point, did you look at Alistair and go, "Hey, <laughs> why is your name Alistair when you're obviously Korean or something?" Yeah. And yeah, yeah. And then, okay, notwithstanding the fact that maybe his wife was Korean or something, presumably. Then you get to hear what Maxwell Lord's real name is, so you think, "Oh, okay, so he's Hispanic." So the kid yeah. is probably. I mean, Hispanic. he's obviously right. Hispanic. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, the so the yeah. Hispanic father and Korean mother have called the, their kid Alistair. It's a it's yeah. an odd name. Choice. It, it's yeah. very weird because we don't get to see who the mum is at any point. No, 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 no. And he's no, just never in the thing. And he just kind of think, what is that? Is there a plot point going on there? What? What yeah, it is. It is weird because there are films like there was a fucking brilliant film, David Copperfield, the, the uh, adaptation of David Copperfield by Armando yeah. Iannucci. Um, ah, yeah. And the and the casting in that film was colorblind, like Shonda Rhimes sometimes does, like they did in Bridgerton. Um, and and yeah. there are characters in the film who are uh, South Asian or black or uh, East Asian. And and with no logic to their parentage uh, within the film, and within and it's the, and yep. it's deliberately completely colourblind casting. That's not what's happening here, no. um, because Alistair is the only out of place character. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and so it does stick. It does stand out, and it does seem odd. It makes you think. Well, what? Why have they done that? Because it's a deliberate act, but it's not consistent through the rest no. of the film. And you think, okay, what point are they making here? And they're, and they're not. Yeah. It's very strange. As far as I can see, yeah. Yeah. Very odd. And he's not particularly... You kind of think, okay, why has he heard all of that and he's weeping because he's a loser and he goes, well, I'm not a loser... And he could have saved that entire scene by saying, well, I know where the crystal is. I'm going to get all my heart's desire so you can fuck off. I aren't, I'm not a loser yeah. and you won't make me look like a loser in front of my son. Yeah. Because there's going to be, 
Yeah, I mean, he's. It's a way to make him make the character desperate. It's a way to make the character come yeah. across as as you know. I'm. He is absolutely at his last straw. He has to do this. Yeah. The the wishing stone is his only way out of the the pit he's dug himself into. That's basically yeah. what this scene does. And, it, and okay, yeah. yeah, it does do. It does have that effect. It does. It does make it so that we we can see that his business is a total sham he he doesn't have any of the riches that he claims to have he's he's presenting himself as this philanthropist who who can donate to the museum um and and he's a tv person you know successful businessman yeah and, and we see that he's none of that so yeah yeah it does that job it does it does have that effect of of it, his only way out of this situation is is magic is to get the but yeah <laughs> yeah and they and I guess at that point that the introduction of Alistair the Sun is to set him up as the redemption touchstone later on. Because there's this sense that he's going to do all this stuff. It's it's weirdly it's very, inconsistent. It's, yeah. It's not. It doesn't. It doesn't work. It's the only. It's, it's the only thing that separates him from Trump because he does appear to genuinely have some affection for his son. Um, yeah, but or or well, I think at times. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not. I think he. It's that's what we're. That's the point. If we were making the film, mm. that would be the point at which that would be become apparent that he is affected by how he is perceived by his son because his son means more to him than anything else and that's the redemption touchstone later on yeah absolutely only at the end at at this point in the film it does seem and and uh, i mean until the end it does seem like the only reason that his son is important is because his son is the mirror at which he sees himself his son yeah. his son is is the the measure of his success basically if his son yeah. sees him yeah. as a successful businessman then that's what he is and so that's what he's aiming yeah. towards is someone who his son can be proud of yeah. um and it and it's only at the end that he thinks actually his his relationship with his son is more important than success so yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it is held up in the film as 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 he loves his son but it's not it's it's very inconsistent yeah it's yeah and it also kind of it relies upon the fact that his son who's i don't know what is he eight six something something like that probably probably eight the age of eight ish the age of diana in the opening scenes to ten that that the the alistair under hears all that goes on Mm -hmm. between max and simon understands all it all and is weeping as a result of it rather you know what what is it because basically they talk to each other simon and max talk to each other if you were eight would that mean anything yeah i mean they're basically talking about underperforming oil fields yeah <laughs> that's right and alistair who's who's kind of adept at you know, the investing in in oil speculation <laughs> is going. Oh no, you've really blown yeah. it now, Dad. Yeah. You know, if only you'd listened to me. But it, so it's it kind of 
it's a weird point so what what is it that his son is upset about he's probably more upset about his dad forgetting that it's his weekend to be there at the, uh, with oh, definitely. him yeah and, yeah i mean that and and know. kind of that is played through but but he spends the kid spends so much time completely on his own in this office building yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly um, yeah. but yeah, yeah i mean uh, you know when i was 13 14 my dad was made redundant from his job that he'd had yeah. for 40 years or whatever and right. and yeah, I didn't think at that point, oh, what a fucking loser my dad is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just, you know, no, that that's not that, it's not how you you evaluate things as a kid. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah, is yeah. through job success. So. So that's, the, yeah, that's the problematic bit. If he is the, the character that provides the mirror uh, or the you know the provides the measure of truth and reality in in uh, in normality that uh, later on Max sees himself deviating tremendously from sufficient <laughs> to him to say to give it all up and go oh no I've really blown it I should go back to normal and you know reach reach back to my son you kind of think well that yeah that would be the story arc. But it's so poorly established at this point <laughs> that you never, you don't fucking give a toss. No. You don't care that you don't think, oh my God, you're really betraying your son and the relationship you have with your son. That you've gone so out of the way, that's the only way back. The extent to which we see it now at this point in the film is that, yeah, he he's desperate. He has he has failed in what he was trying to do and his only yeah the the wishing stone is his only solution at this point that's 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 the level it's taken to but it's it's not done in a clever way or a or a or an intuitive way or a way that no. that moves the story that forward the rest of the no, film yeah absolutely. exactly it's done in a, in a because we find out later on he's been looking for this stone for years and years yeah. and years and years and years yeah. and this has always been the the way out and everything else has been a subterfuge up to this yeah, point he's he's absolutely a con man it's not that he's yeah. been buying these oil fields cuz he thought they were um, real oil fields. Going he he was he was yeah, always yeah. looking for the wishing stone. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah he's not he's not a, a would be successful businessman. He's he's a complete charlatan who yeah. who has yeah. who has finally found the thing that that will will get him out of the hole he's dug for himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which the thing that he's been looking for all this time. Yeah, and there's, yeah, it's yeah, never yeah. explained how he knows what it is, despite the fact that no. that literally world class gemologists have never heard of it <laughs> to the point that they that when they hold the thing in their hands, they assume it's a fake. Um, yes, exactly. And, and yeah, and, and yet he knows something that sounds he knows like latrine. Is. Yeah, um, yeah, and there's pictures of it, which later on they're they're. Uh, 
even uh, though it's on fucking it's Roman complete coins. Revel- <laughs> it's a complete revelation where they yeah. go, oh my God, look, he's been looking at this video. Romulus is literally holding everything. <laughs> in this engraving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, they, so there's, they have the, the members, Smithsonian members party, um, yeah. where apparently uh, we hear that, that Max is going to announce his sponsorship, yes, of the, of the yeah. gemology yeah. department. Yeah. Doesn't happen. Yeah. That's yeah. not a thing that happens in this film, but but that's yeah. what we hear is going to happen at this party. Um, presumably, yeah. um, Max has only got involved with the with the Smithsonian from the point at which the press announced that the artifacts that were taken from the mall heist were taken yeah. to the Smithsonian to be identified. So, so from that point, Max has has become a, a an important enough donor slash member of the Smithsonian Association to be invited to not only attend the members' gala that evening, but also somehow present something there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but because in the background, meanwhile. They employed Barbara. This is back to the bit. They employed Barbara, a demolish, demolish, gemologist, demolish, <laughs> yeah, a demolisher, <laughs> a gemologist. And but, however, we reached Diana, who's at her desk poring over many books about Roman history, yeah. who then goes down to where Barbara works. Barbara isn't there, and neither is the crystal. And behind the straw in the box, there's a receipt from yeah the black, <laughs> from the black marketers in the jewellery shop. Because it's really important who's... when you're a black marketer to, yeah, to keep to proper receipts. A, keep proper receipts, yeah, because otherwise you can't trace where that 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 laundry money is coming from. <laughs> and go and, if, and she looks at the receipt and it says. Max Lord, black gold, which we all know from the Beverly Hillbillies, black gold. <laughs> and uh, but it takes Diana; she has to get out of her pocket, which she's put into car, yeah, a the different Max pair of trousers, yeah. into a different <laughs> outfit. The card that Max gave her with his name and Black Lord Enterprises or Black Gold Enterprises on it. And compare that with the receipt long enough for us to clock yeah, that. This, oh, this film he must does have been behind the robbery. Trust the viewer to understand no. when we see no. the words Max Lord on the receipt no. to think, oh, it's that guy. It's that <laughs> guy, not any other Max Lord that has been in the story so far. Yeah. That but it also gives us time to look at it and go. Oh, so that robbery was all about him <laughs> oh, God, because the so, black marketeers so insulting gonna... to its audience. <laughs> because, but wait a minute! If the black marketeers, so did the robbers steal something so the... that was destined to go to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Max anyway, so Max, Max Lord had or were bought they stealing it, from it the to black give it to him? People. Right, he was due right. to pick it up, presumably from the jewels. Yeah. But before yeah. he could pick it up, it got stolen by the stealer. The bad people. guys got it. 
Yeah. Right. The Steeler uh, Wheel. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. By Steeler okay. Wheel. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, the, it's it's so frustrating. This this film doesn't give its audience any credit whatsoever. No, for understanding no. anything, it has to spell everything. Well, mainly out. because it's been completely bloody confusing up to this point. Oh, it doesn't. It doesn't give you re- a tiny bit of credit no. for 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 being able to think past. I mean, just fucking matching up the name of the character that we know. Yeah, exactly. With the, with <laughs> yeah, the name exactly. of the character on the, the piece that of she's paper that she's looking at. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. just yeah, it assumes right. you're too thick to understand that. So she has to put but out also, the. It's like later on when she when she learns how to fly, which we'll get to, um, we'll get, where yeah, where, yeah. where they have to repeat the the voiceover from Steve Trevor in case you've forgotten yeah. why yeah, she yeah. suddenly knows yeah. how to fly. Yeah. But there's also a note that I wrote down in this scene where she's looking at the crystal because Barbara's not there. She's doing Barbara's job, even though she's not been asked to. <laughs> where there's a shot through a cat skeleton and there's also like a stuffed lynx up on the cupboard mm-hmm. but that i made a film in 1984 <laughs> at film college called perchance which was set in a dusty classroom that had the same cat skeleton <laughs> and, I, and the opening shot was an establishing shot it was a tracking shot across uh uh some uh, through a cat skeleton across some dusty books up to the kid sitting at the desk who was learning Latin from mm. what turns out to be a lizard. So it was kind of a whole thing about Latin. What what was the tagline? Latin uh, classrooms by and disappearance. By kids. Taught by <laughs> lizards, learned by kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I went, oh, that was it. And then I looked it up when I made that. Yeah, 1984, same, same year. Yeah. Same cat, cat skeleton. Same cat skeleton. Yeah. yeah. So exactly the same one. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting because because in that respect, the audience is being, um, it, they are expecting something from the audience by foreshadowing stuff like that with with the links yeah. and the cat and the and yeah. There's a few things in Barbara's office and in in yeah. in Max's office. In fact, there's a few uh, kind of stuffed. There's a stuffed leopard and there's stuff like that, which yeah. which. Um, foreshadows Barbara's ultimate and transformation. Di- Diana's leopard skin yeah, heels absolutely. earlier on. Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so yeah. they they are. Uh, yeah, they kind of shove it down your throat a bit, but they are, um, in a way, expecting their audience to look at, to see these things and and it it trigger something in them, and yet they're giving their audience no credit whatsoever. In in just mm. being able to follow the basic plot, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's kind of they. It feels like they're they're going through the motions. Yes. Yeah. But you know, when when you watch a Tarantino film, part of the joy of watching it is that you you get barreled along, and then you think, oh yeah, well I knew that was going to happen. Before it was going to happen, why did I know that? And when then, when you go back, you realise he's laid the foundations. Yeah. He's also made some jokes along the way, but you kind of get there and you and you know, just as it's going to happen, that it's going to happen because you've been um, in a Hitchcock kind of way. You've been teased along the way. 
by people that know how to do film. Yeah. But Tarantino is a master of that stuff. You know, he's a proper film geek. So he does all that, but he does it in a very subtle way. Whereas this one, they seem to be just playing the game of, oh, yeah, oh, wouldn't it be good if we stuffed a leopard in at this point? Or let's yeah. have leopard skin shoes Tarantino, to do the heel gag. Gets you from gets you from A to C without necessarily going through B. He yeah. he takes you on an interesting route that that gets you where the story goes and and the whole yeah. journey is interesting. This film gets you from A to C by screaming B at you the entire time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but it's all but it's but it's in such a way that it doesn't feel like they're doing it to get you to no. see. They're just going, we need to be shouting yeah, B at this While you're point, at B, but we don't quite know B why. At you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we don't quite understand why that at is. At some point, we, we might move we on to see. Let's let's wait yeah, and see yeah. what happens. Let's get there. Let's <laughs> not trust anybody to come with us because they've not made it. They've not made it um, linear and intuitive to kind of go along with them. We're being we're being bludgeoned along the way, and it's not clear where we're going next. So yeah. we're just kind of given these things, and we go, "Oh right, you know, let's flag it and shout it through a bullhorn at the same time." But we don't quite know where we're going. So it, yeah, Jesus Christ! So we're at the party. Well, not even that. Well, hang on, because we've gone we've gone shopping with Barbara to buy heels. Oh God, yes. And even even the shop assistant is surprised that she scene. looks amazing. No, is that more? Because she's has her. Because she's not dowdiness changed. Preceded her hitherto. No, <laughs> just wearing. Yeah. She's wearing a tight kind of lacy dress. And she said, so yeah. has she been at that shop before and been turned away because she's too dowdy and ordinary? Like in the Pretty Woman thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you couldn't, th- you couldn't afford this. this. Time, it's too, too good looking for you. <laughs> yeah. But this yeah. time they're going, oh, you look amazing. Like, I didn't no, it's expect weird. that because yeah. I've seen you before. What? Oh, no, I didn't get it. No. no. So then she wears that outfit to the party. She gets a nice dress to wear to the party, which, I mean... But then, then the next shot, just so that we don't think that Barbara's got it all <laughs> yet, the next shot, we get Frankie Goes to Hollywood, the intro to that Welcome track. To pleasure, Dame. Yeah. And despite saying that she never goes to these things, never goes out, Diana exits the limo... And almost exits most of her entire dress. <laughs> yes, there is Walking a very high thigh split dress. Through a tracking <laughs> shot up the stairs, and you think, okay, right, yeah, right. She Why does have we look got that good. then? Yeah, and yeah. Barbara does look good and, when she arrives. Yeah, and every and single you... male character. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Every single male character, I yeah. fucks both of them at yeah. every step they take. And ten years ahead of Joey from Friends saying it, <sighs> some guy says, how you doing? Yeah. 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 Several of them proposition them on lo- along the way. Yeah. Uh, again, 
the this scene i think is the only reason it's set in the 80s because because it's creepy as it is but but because it's set in the 80s you go oh well that's just like that's what it was in the 80s yeah yeah that's uh, yeah right yeah and then there's a weird thing where where she finds max and like everybody completely unknown people who've never spoken to Barbara before, say, wow, yeah, yeah. you look amazing. And then Max kind of comes up to her and well, says... Weird. I, mean, look- I, I mean, almost un- almost not worth mentioning, but when Diana first arrives, she she sees Max up, like, two two stories up. Yeah. Um, and then she walks up one flight of stairs, and then he's downstairs from her. <laughs> it's really weird. Because she's, she's yeah. heading towards him. She's... She knows yeah. at this point that he has he bought the wishing stone. Yeah. She doesn't know what it is. Yeah. But but yeah. but she's gone I think you possibly to, want to go to talk to him. Um well yeah, yeah. quite. But but heads towards him and he's, he teleports <laughs> he's two stories down. Two stories down. And 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 then and you she want to ask him about that yeah. if nothing else. And she you? can't apparently be bothered to walk down the stairs again because she moves no. on to another room. Um, and he yeah. and he meets Avoiding up with some other with guy, some random guy, various random says, guys who. I'm working at the White House. Yeah, I'm interned, but I'm asked for by name. And he goes, yeah, "I've had my eye on you what? for a while." <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. And okay. she's basically saying yeah, "fuck off" to every much. man who who yes. who comes up <laughs> to her. Right. Yeah, and then Max goes up to Barbara and does this whole biotin. I don't know she what says, the I fuck don't know what it... that was. That what was so was that? weird. Well, it was like negging. Yeah, it was kind of keep young and beautiful. It was basically it was a rerun of the nineteen thirty three film Roman <laughs> Scandals with Eddie Cantor. <laughs> In which the song was Keep, keep young, young and Beautiful. And beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. It's to, to, to be beautiful. <laughs> keep young and beautiful if you want to be loved. Yeah. Eddie Cantor, Eddie Cantor is singing in blackface, by the way, if you want to go look that up. <laughs> not a, not you a think, great thing for that. Not nowadays, a good yeah. thing, no. Um, but it's that, you know, we've moved on 50 years. No, nothing's changed. He the, the conversation that he has with her is basically... I know of a great thing for wrinkles you could do with it, basically. Yeah, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's super. You, know, you weird. look great. It doesn't go anywhere. You look great. It doesn't. You look come great. Back again. Be, yeah. I don't normally dress like this. I bought it today, and he goes biotin. You go. What? Yeah. yeah, because you know you wouldn't want to lose your looks. Super weird. Yeah, right. what the fuck? It's almost yeah. like the film yeah. is, is like a it's like a product placement thing. Yeah. <laughs> then three minutes after that, the the geezer who's been stalking her dressed as the fifties. <laughs> he's dressed as basically he's dressed as Marlon Brando from he's the world Marlon Brando thing. without the cap, basically. Yeah. Yes. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. He comes into the room and says uh, Diana, and then convinces her that he is Chris Pine, re- because she's been bugged by the fact that she wished for him to return, and and he did. And then, it, so the camera goes around them. Yeah. And then at some point, at which point the guy exits frame, <laughs> he gets swapped with Chris Pine. Yeah. 
He then, not Chris Pine, the guy, then spends the rest of the scene, because he continues to swoop around the pair of them, spends the rest of the scene walking behind the camera <laughs> yeah. whilst Chris so Pine gets frame, yeah. to snog Gal Gadot. Yeah. And I bet the first person to complain <laughs> when the director said, can we retake that? I bet he was the first one to complain. So he gets onto yeah. the scene. He's the one <laughs> who convinces her that, Gal, that, that he is Chris Pine. Steve Trevor. He's Steve. He then exits the frame. Chris Pine comes in, stands behind the camera. He doesn't get to snog Gal Gadot. Chris does. So... So we need to address this. <laughs> Please. So so Wonder Woman, Diana Prince, wished yep. for Steve yep. Trevor to come back to life, basically. She yep. wished to have yep. her boyfriend back, who she'd met for five fucking days 70 years ago. And she's never met <laughs> yeah. anyone else who can compare it's... with this bloke who she shagged no. once. And, yeah. um, and, and he does. And the, but the wishing stone, which is yeah. wildly inconsistent in how it grants wishes, yeah. The only the it, only way it could bring Steve Trevor didn't back give the fat guy yeah. a coffee disguised as a no. tea. The only no, way it could bring that. Steve Trevor back is in the body of another guy. Yeah, not just bring him back, even though. In scenes to come, it will manifest a fucking wall out of nowhere that's like sixty foot tall across the border of Egypt. Um, it 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 can't yeah. create Steve Trevor out of nowhere. It has to bring him no. back in the body of an of an engineer who has yeah. gone who the fuck knows where. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> we don't yeah. know what has happened to this guy. Is he? Is no. he dead? It, does he have family? Is we what the fuck has gone no, what on is, with this? What is still, person? No, he is. He's still there. Well, the, his body the, is there, but yeah, Steve Trevor in, in can't see. He can only see. The thing him. is, in um, Quantum Leap, when this happened, yeah. when Sam Becker yeah. took someone else's body, there they. Their their personality, their soul or whatever, went yeah. into the um the the quantum leap facility in in the desert in in San Diego or wherever it was. Um yeah. so so they were in a holding facility and they could be told what was going on. We don't know what the fuck has happened to this guy. Um no. is he dead? Is he we don't we we don't know if if where is he if he, yeah. has, has, a a, yeah, has, he has a job yeah we don't know if that he's yeah. expected at or he has friends or fired. family or <laughs> what yeah. all we know is that yeah. Steve has taken over this guy's body and they barely care at all they <laughs> they, they don't they don't they don't no. care in fact <laughs> gal is quite disparaging of uh -huh. him it says later on you know, she said, he says to her, you haven't changed a bit in 70 years. She says to him, <laughs> I can't say the same about yeah. you. And you think, well, give over, because Christopher <laughs> Palaha, who's playing him, is 43. Chris <laughs> Pine is 40. Yeah. And actually, I mean, he's a good-looking guy. Mirror, he's he a, looks you know, better yeah. than Chris Pine he's does. He's perfectly good. He's, he's yeah. less but... wrinkly. 
Yeah, he's fine. He's a guy. He's basically he's a Hallmark Christmas movie kind of actor. And the thing is, they just don't care. They just don't care what's happened to this guy. They use his body for sex. Diana, if she had her way, would just keep him forever. Steve Trevor in this body. She she doesn't care. And and she's supposed to be this ethical kind of moral person who 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 yeah. only cares about worries truth about and, other yeah. people and and yeah. and it and Not as far as it. she's concerned so long as she's got steve back it doesn't who that gives a fuck about this other guy um yeah it yeah. is so bizarre and it's really kind of rapey and it is <laughs> it is yeah it's not cool it's and and there was no need for it whatsoever there was no need no. for it. There, this is a complete. He could, he could have turned up. He absolutely he could, could have, have just. Steve could have turned up at the at the do just like the fat guy's coffee materialised. There was no need for it yep. whatsoever. No need for so, it at all. So they wrote no. themselves into a weird corner that results. And we don't get to see what happens to him. No, at no, the no, end no, no. We don't at know. All. No, he's Does he's. It? No, he he exists again at the end, but but yeah, who the fuck knows what where what he no. thinks happened during that week? <laughs> what this made yeah, what this made me think of was Ghost Can't Do It, <laughs> where they inhabit yeah. the guy at the end. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, if that it's that kind of I'm thinking, Jesus, this is another shit Trump film, which you know pretty much it, it this is. is. But the, the weirdest thing about this film. <laughs> Is why they chose the, to make the it needless. Oh, yeah, a Absolutely completely needless. unnecessary body swap thing, which yep. which yep. only causes problems. There is no plot point yep. this benefits. There is no there yep. is no useful reason for having this as an aspect of the film. It no, only causes it, problems. <laughs> once we see him in the mirror back at his place, we don't see him again for eons, ages, yeah. hours. Yeah, yeah. Don't need it. It's weird. Yeah. And then there's the bit... So they're walking down the National Mall after the party, at which point my question was, how does Steve know it's still 19-something? Yeah. He says, so here we are in 19... And she goes 84. Yeah, yeah. How does he know it's 19? How how would he know? while they're walking towards the Lincoln Memorial down the National Mall... Um, we can see in the background the the World War Two memorial, which was constructed in two thousand and four. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant! And he and also I noticed that because we know all all we know about him is that he flies, <laughs> apart from the fact we uh-huh. know that he's Captain Kirk. Yeah, yeah. And so he's interested in plays. He looks at the TWA plane flying over and goes, "Wow." That's amazing. Well, what is amazing? That flight is still going on. Well, it's, a, it's a big what, plane. Amazing? I mean, he's looking. At, he's it's comparing big, it to, to like World War One. Because remember, in the in the yeah. in the seventies and eighties series, Steve Steve Trevor yeah. was a World War Two soldier. Yeah. Um, and in the yeah. comic books, he was a World War Two uh, character. Yeah. So, yeah, Steve. This Steve Trevor is comparing the eighties to to the to nineteen eighteen airplane. So but but he's but he's not at all worried about the Lincoln Memorial. No. 
which didn't exist till 1922. Yeah, yeyeah. yeah. You know, like a big giant guy <laughs> lit up in a Romanesque It's, imp- it's impressive if you already if you know it's there and you're going there to see it. <laughs> I've been there. Yeah, and it's and it's if you've it's never really, seen it before. A, but if you're walking impressive. past and you yeah. go, what the <laughs> fuck is that? Yeah. You know, given that that didn't exist when he was alive. And then also, wait, also, (laughs) the questions occurred to me, which I don't think are particularly answered later on when they go, oh, yeah, you look me up in the phone book. He's been around for at least a day before he finds her at the party. She didn't work at the Smithsonian when she knew him in 1918, how did she know? How did he know she worked there and would be there after dark? It, and how yeah. did they let him in, given that it was a private fundraising? It, it is confusing, yes. And he does, mm. he says that he went to her her apartment apartment, he looked her up in the phone book and saw her coming out and followed her she arrives at the at the smithsonian party in a car yeah so i don't know how he followed her from her apartment no that is confusing and or how he got into the party neither of those things make sense yeah 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 he should have come up with a better reason why he knew she was going to be at the party (laughs) So or not met her at the party. He, he should have met her at her apartment. Exactly. And how did he, like, he's quite calm when he meets yeah, her. Yeah. Despite the fact he's negotiating most of Washington, D.C. Yeah, despite the fact he's, he has suddenly... Never been there before. From, from not existing, essentially, appeared yeah. in in 1984, D.C. Another guy's apartment. In a, yeah, yeah, in another person's body, in another person's apartment. He seems... Yeah. reasonably well adjusted for that reasonably calm <laughs> yeah and then later on when we when we're with him everything he sees he's completely overawed Outstanding. by yeah yeah he can't he can't so, take yeah. it all in yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, that, yeah it's... yeah um so he says he says he he used the phone book to find her and and they yeah. basically just find it all funny Really, that the the that they've taken yeah. over another guy's yeah. body. The, um, Max, yeah. meanwhile, has meanwhile, has back at the taken yeah. Barbara um, to her office and kissed her, yeah. and yeah. kind of he simultaneously told her that he could take the Dreamstone to a Roman to a... artifact expert he knows, and yeah. also yeah. kind of stolen it while she's not looking because yeah. he's kissing her. Yeah. Um, to which, which later she says yeah. she lent it to him, but but he basically yeah. palms it. Just um, palms it, but it's quite big. It's pretty big. So yeah. one of my questions is because then the scene after we after they're back at Christopher Pilar's um, apartment, looking at his futon, <laughs> which he mispronounces once and then doesn't. Um, we we then go to Max Lord's evil lair, uh-huh. but it's not an evil lair because he's not an evil um, <laughs> villain. With with the stone, he's got, he's the, got stone, the stone. And yeah. you think, well, how did he get that out of the room? I'm trying to think what it's went a base, on. It, it's so, a Bugs Bunny thing, I think. It's, 
You know how, yeah. ca- <laughs> oh, how okay. cartoon characters yeah. just have some kind of internal pocket that they Pockets. can bring stuff out of. Or put, of yeah, that's basically yeah. it. Because yeah. Yeah. when he gets back, right. he's not holding it. He just kind of pulls it from nowhere. It's, but it's under his yes. coat or something. But it's big enough to have warrant putting it's it under his sleeve to fit where in the a coat pocket. is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless you've got the special yeah. pockets, yeah, pocket size. But the but given the time lapse, because they're quite some time walking down the National Mall. I mean, we don't we don't know where his office is in relation that, to all of this no, stuff. That's true. Yeah, and we don't. So don't we don't know how many bases he got to with Barbara, sufficient for her, for her for her to notice that he's doing it with the crystal <laughs> in his hand and then backing Everything out Everything he did, presumably, was one-handed. One-handed, yeah, yeah. Can you do that with one hand? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, um, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and left her either incapacitated or, um, or just dazed or enough to not notice more. that he had the, the stone. That he'd take the bloody yeah. thing, yeah. Or, yeah. or so he... there was... As is suggested by a later scene where she claims she lent it to him, he yep. didn't steal it, and he convinced her that it would be best to lend it to him so that he could get it looked at by his Roman antiquities expert. But it's, so it's weird it that he grabbed it and borrowed it, like while kissing her. That's a, an odd, an unnecessary step. Exactly. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, back yeah. at his lair, yeah. he he does get it out yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. And yeah. He knows that this is the dreamstone. He knows that it will give him yeah. whatever he wishes. He flings all of his research to one no side. No reason to have that on the table at the same time. He no. he knows that it presumably he knows it is essentially a monkey's paw. He knows it will take something yeah. from him. And the wish he makes is to yeah. be the dreamstone. Which if if yeah. you know it's a monkey's paw, is yeah. a fucking stupid wish. Because yes. because the point of a monkey's paw is is that it will give you the wish you want, but not in the way you would like it to be. Yeah. And so the the yes. risk of saying I want to be you, the dreamstone itself, is that you turn to yeah. fucking stone. And have no ability to do anything from that point onwards. Yeah. That's what a real monkey's paw would do to you if you made that kind of yeah. stupid fucking you might, wish. You might have some sort of waistband with some Latin yeah. on it. Yeah. But other than that, I want to be... The, the thing dr- about you. the monkey's paw is you need to word your wish in a way that means you can't be got like that. <laughs> yes, exactly. Very clearly. Steve Trevor will call it... A- the monkey's paw later on uh, and it and it once it becomes clear that this is a beware what you wish for kind of story yeah um but yeah. at this point max lord presumably is the only person who knows this um mm. and and the thing about a monkey's paw and the the original monkey's paw story was written uh in the early 1900s and the the story was about a couple who who got a monkey's paw which granted wishes it was a, like a, a, a an artifact that granted wishes and what they wished for was money um yep. and the and the way they got money they got their wish 
but they got it because their son died and the army gave them money like compensation for their son dying. So, so the point of a monkey's paw in a good, in a well-written wishing, beware what you wish for type story is that the wish that you wish for is granted in a way that causes you a problem. It's, it's granted and the wish is, is not what you hoped for. And and their second wish, because they have three wishes on this monkey's paw, is that they get their hus- their son back. Yeah. And their son comes back, but he's dead. He's a walking... Yes. He's like a zombie. Oops. Yeah. So yeah. that's not what they wanted either. And their third wish is everything goes back to normal. Um, yeah. And And... And that's a good story, because, because yeah, yeah. they are there is it's jeopardy got, in what yeah, they, they wish uh, for. They're yeah, not yeah. wishing correctly. They're, yeah. they're, what they want isn't actually what they need ultimately, and it's given to them in a way that causes them problems. And it's also that the wish is ta- the, you get the wish. It's integral it, it's to, the, of, to the to yeah, the yeah, danger yeah. to the to the sacrifice. Yeah. There yeah. is nothing in this film which follows that formula. There is nothing where a person wishes for something which the way their wish is granted causes them problems. In this film, it's yep. just you wish for something, you get what you wish for, but something completely separate happens, which is bad. Yeah. In, in, not even in every case. <laughs> no, no, because we've had three wishes already. Yeah, yeah the with, coffee guy, there's nothing no apparently bad happened. Back. Nothing. Um, no, except he gets a, a hot yeah. coffee. He goes, "Oh, hot." Yeah. The no, nothing apparently no. bad happens to Barbara. Uh, well, as as no, we'll to, find out for Diana, Diana, she starts really gradually to lose her powers, um, but by getting Steve back, which yeah. is unrelated to having Steve back. Yeah. Um, no. Barbara wishes to have to be like Diana, and this is the fucking. Ridic- most ridiculous one which annoyed the hell out of me is that the thing that she loses in gaining confidence and power and strength and sexiness apparently and all of that stuff is she loses her kindness that's the only uh... thing she loses <laughs> but given that she yeah. she's a villain who gives a fuck she doesn't she doesn't about that. The, the thing about being a bad character is that if you lose your kindness you don't care. <laughs> yes, exactly. And actually everyone else expects you to kind of lose that because you're a baddie. That's is that not one of the attributes of being a there baddie? There is no negative unkind. to Barbara to to no. having no. the strength of of Wonder Woman and the and the power and the confidence and all of that stuff that turns her into a, a character she couldn't be herself she couldn't be the the you know what she wanted to be she no longer gives money to the homeless that's the... <laughs> and and one of the attributes of diana that she wished to be yeah. like is that diana's quite kind and thoughtful Absolutely, yeah. and empathetic yeah. and wants to do uh, the best looks for out for her fellow man yes yeah. so she doesn't get why, that why is that why doesn't she get that bit <sighs> bro yeah yeah but yeah what <laughs> and the, and it's not that hard the the, the idea here cuz no. cuz what they could have done is in Diana's case for example when she wished to have Steve back is made the the 
the way that the wish is granted be yep. the fact that it takes over someone else's body. And that is an yeah. ethical problem for her. That's the problem. Yes. If, she, if yes. that was... If if she then said, well, you know, yes, I've got Steve back, but someone, you know, I've basically killed an innocent person. I've I've taken over their life. They are not now a person anymore. I Can I live with myself and about that? And I've got that? to live with that, yes. That's, yes. that's a monkey's poor thing, but that's completely glossed yep. over. They don't give a shit about this other guy. Well, because we... Because we don't know about the monkey's pawnness of the thing until a long time later. Until uh, Max goes back to Simon and says, right, I want you... And he forces him to wish for black gold to be successful. And then he says, and in return, yeah, yeah. I will yeah, have... Yeah, that's the first go, we hear about it. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> what happened up till that point yeah so max wishes to be the dreamstone and and by doing that his plan appears to be to get people to wish on him like t while touching yeah. him and as the dreams and and this is not how the dreamstone works um at least in theory the dreamstone um takes something from you to, when it grants your wish but the dreamstone doesn't get that thing mm -hmm. like the yep. dreamstone doesn't have wonder woman's powers it doesn't get yep. barbara's kindness it just it just means barbara loses her kindness and wonder woman loses her powers yep. so so but in once max is the dreamstone he apparently gets whatever the other person loses but Every wish he he convinces other people to make seems generally incrementally to be getting him towards, I guess, some end goal that he has in mind. And that's what's really unclear. Uh, yeah, I kind of went, OK, so as the baddie, going back to what we were talking about earlier, as the baddie, what is his end game? Yeah. What's it, you know, in... In Bond, we know that the evil guy is going to blow up the moon in order to do this, or he's going to take the take California off the map in order to exploit the new coastline, or something like. We know exactly what they're going to do, and we're bought into thwarting that, <laughs> even down to the countdown, down to you know three seconds to go, and all that stuff. That's what the jeopardy is and it's very clear so we kind of think why doesn't he if he's set all along to buy up this land with the oil rights and there's no oil beneath them why doesn't he do what bond villains do and just wish for the oil yeah that would be that would yeah solve and that i mean problem. that's a, a a reasonably small scale wish if he just wished for all of his oil yeah. wells to hit oil he'd be super rich yeah. and yeah. and that would be what he's been aiming at in his business career in order to redeem himself yeah, in yeah. the eyes of his son but if he if he already knows that's not enough and what he wants to to be is the most powerful person in the world and yeah. and he's going to use a chain of frantic wishes which continually 
drain his health to get. Yeah, yeah. Just wish to be the most perfect, most powerful person in the world. Why wish to be the wishing stone? There's no. Yeah. It, if if you're if you're essentially wishing for unlimited wishes, which you have to trick other people into wishing for you. Yeah. In order to eventually incrementally work your way towards a position of power, wish for the fucking position of power in the first place. Exactly. You can literally it's get anything you want. you want. There isn't a limit yeah. on how much you can wish. No. Wish to wish if you just say I want to be the most powerful, richest, most influential, most successful, most famous person in the world. That would yeah. get him well beyond where he gets by the end of the film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um with a single wish. And yeah, then it takes yeah. something from him. And that's what you're sacrificing. But it but he's yeah. almost dying by the end of the film based on granting yeah. other people's wishes. Because it's a bit like that thing where the genie grants you a wish and you go, Oh yeah, I'll have, you know, fast cars. Yeah, what about your second one? Yeah, as much wine as I could drink. Yeah, third one, uh, uh, more wishes. No, no, it doesn't work like yeah. that. So, okay, then I wish for more bottles. Yeah, out of which the genies would appear, and the genie goes, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah. yeah, so he's kind of yeah. he's just doing that instead yeah, of going. Absolutely, he's well, he's I think cheating. This is, he's found this a loophole. But yeah, but the loophole doesn't this is benefit. Reveals what reveals the entire flaw in the film is that yeah. he's not clear about what it is that he wants, sufficient to make it clear to us, the viewer, so yeah. that we can re root for the good guys to thwart him in that achieving that goal. But because he's yeah. got the Dreamstone at 50 minutes in, he can get what he wants. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, the, problem. that's the problem with this film. Nobody's stopped him getting what he wants. So the only person that can stop him getting what he wants is himself. So he does that by the... And he does it by choosing longest... a fucking stupid wish. Yeah, <laughs> and it's the longest bit of monologuing by the evil villain. It's two and a half hours of... Another hour, where are we at? 50 minutes, 56 minutes. It's an hour and a half of monologuing by the villain such that the good guys can intercept him and prevent it, but they don't. They don't even do that because they don't know no. what the fuck he wants, so they don't know how to counter it. That, yes, you're right. That's fundamentally what's wrong with this film. It doesn't know what the villain wants. And, and, and there's a lot of wind when he makes the wish. To a lot of wind. Become the dream so much wind. We don't, we don't and know he why And he feels wind. his temples. He feels his temples. And then... Uh, yeah. So then we see the next morning we're at Barbara's house. She wrenches the fridge door off its hinges. So we think, yeah, because oh, she's hello. apparently gradually getting her powers. She was sexy yeah, not, last night, but not, not strong. Like a, now she's strong as not well. Strong. Yes, because you know, not like the coffee guy got all of his coffee in one go. Yeah, he just got the heat first. Yeah, not the coffee. So then, meanwhile, back in in Steve. Futon, yeah. Diana, she the, the actually guy. the yeah the the best moment in the film for me was 
if if we were invested in it sufficiently that we this is the best film but it's completely wasted in this film she wakes up convinced and she suddenly thinks what if it was all a dream and she flips round and he's there eating a pop tart and you kind of go oh that's quite neat <laughs> he's eating a pop tart yeah. and, you think, and he's going I've been awake all morning you think what time is it that here yeah. I've been awake all morning eating pop tarts it's about like, four gallons of coffee he's not going to be able to spend much longer in that bed without needing to go to the loo and then they kiss a bit and and say yeah. you know they should definitely stay in bed and then she says forever um we oh, yeah, yeah we we, we kind of should out. figure out why um you're back in the body of why someone you're else back. yeah and he doesn't say let's do that later he goes he goes yeah, yeah we should definitely do that yeah, right yeah, now no fuck off yeah. you're in bed with gal gadot <laughs> <laughs> you've been away for 70 years you've just worked like, it out we've got time to there. figure that out we've got time. whatever <laughs> it's not bothered yeah. you yet <laughs> yeah and then we cut to barbara in the gym the fridge store wasn't enough so she goes to little weights to massive weights and you think oh yeah that's quite funny yeah yeah now she can that's all a heavyweight Thing. And then, and then Max goes to visit Simon, the previous disgruntled investor, and we're introduced to the "in return for the wish" bit. Is it? Well, where did that come from? Yeah. Did the did the stone prior to this get something in return for the comic book store guy's coffee, or Diana's unspoken wish, or Barbara's super Diana-like heel managing sexy strength? Did the stone get something at that point in return? No. And no amount of studying on the part yeah, the, of the gemologist the, the, or the interfering stone is excellent at walking in heels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or or got something in return which was I don't know, Barbara's curly hair or something. I don't yeah. know. But suddenly Max gets Simon to wish for what Max wants to wish so that he could say it out loud because Max forgot to say that when he was wishing to be the stone. And in return, asks for something else. So we learned that at this point, at 54 minutes in, that the stone, the, the, the wish you get somebody to say gives you something in return that you take from the person that wishes it. Yeah, and, and you apparently also get to just choose what you, a, you want from, from that person. Yeah, anything you like, anything yeah. you like. And also gives yeah. you a bit of a pain in the temple. Because he <laughs> goes, ooh, yeah. like that. Uh, which later on we can do some lovely yeah, that, vein that effects. that isn't clear. Because if... If the <laughs> of all things, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. the price that Max pays for being the wishing stone for his wish yeah. is that his health deteriorates, it yeah. isn't clear why it would deteriorate further with every wish he grants. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense at all. No, because it. I mean, it would just be that that his. And and why is his wish? Why is his health the thing that the wishing stone takes? Um, I mean that yeah, that there's, there, there's no evidence beforehand that his health is the no, thing he values the, the most. Exactly. 
Um, yep. Yeah, it would arguably or the, or the, be his business or Alistair else. or, yeah. 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 It's not affected Diana. Not yet. Well, it's really no, gradually. Not until he's introduced. Really gradually in affecting yeah. Diana. But we, we don't, don't know, know yet. That no, there's yet. no. Well, she hasn't no, been Wonder Woman then. yet. She's she's not. It's no. again. How long are we in? Fifty minutes in. We we haven't seen yeah. Wonder Woman since minute seventeen. So. Yeah. 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 In the there's no reason to assume she exactly. has any less powers than she would no. normally have. No. No. And it, no. And then we get this. This is the kind of the the bit yet more arch campness scene where we're back at the apartment inhabiting um, whatever his name is, uh, the engineer poor guy. guy that doesn't yeah. exist anymore, engineer guy, um, and and then you can't. And Steve is surprised at what spray deodorants. Does, uh-huh. yeah, well, not it's, what it is, no. but what it does. <laughs> so he's got it up his shirt. He's wearing a shirt. He's spraying on deodorant up his shirt, and then it, it goes. Oh, when it sprays out, the, how did he know to get to the point <laughs> of picking the thing up, stuffing it up his shirt, <laughs> and sticking it under his arm, and then be surprised by the stuff coming out of the? Yeah. How would he know that? What? What? Yeah. So, so then yeah. we get a And then we get a montage of him trying on different eighties yeah. type outfits. Yeah. This is got, arguably the funniest part of the film. Yeah. It's not funny <laughs> but it is no. is the bit they thought was funny. It's the only yeah. attempt at humour in the entire film, really. I don't think there's am I wrong? I don't think there's any other bit where which which it which it no, seems right. like no, maybe they thought might be funny when they were making it. Yeah. This bit, yeah. it seems like they thought would be funny. Um, and, yeah, okay. It's all yeah. right. Well, it's a kind of, it's one of those, it's a kind of, uh, it's like when people post pictures on social media of how we looked 20 years uh-huh. ago, and we go, oh, oh didn't we look yeah, young? Wacky. You go, well, yeah, it's 20 years that. ago. Didn't we we dress differently then? Yes, we uh-huh. did because the fashions were different. It's that kind of basically it's a yeah. chuckling. That's the level of humour this is. <laughs> how funny we looked at when we were young it's and dressing the, in the, the 80s. funniest line in the entire sequence, which makes it the funniest line in the entire film. Is yeah. is Steve asking because presumably Diana has told him that a pair of pants he's wearing are called parachute pants. He says. Yeah. Does everyone parachute now? That, yeah. uh, that's as funny as the entire film gets. Yeah, and it and it is, which isn't. It's not very funny. Funny, but so and and Michael Jackson and Miami Vice and Duran Duran all come in for a kicking. Yeah. All of the new yeah, romantics. And, yeah, uh, jackets with. I mean, it yeah. was funny. Rolled up sleeves. It was arguably funny when they did it in Friends in in. 2002 when when they were yeah. doing the flashback to the prom video where where yeah, Ross and yeah, Chandler yeah, yeah. Were, were kind of pushing their sleeves up to look like Sonny Crockett and and uh yeah uh, Crockett and Tubbs um yeah uh, so it's the same joke essentially as as I and looked the, at and, some magazines and, and I saw that people push their jacket sleeves up ha yeah, ha exactly. people in the 80s yeah. looked funny yeah 
And it's kind of and Chris Pine was four in nineteen eighty four. Gail Gadot wasn't born. No. So basically they're dressing up and taking the piss out of their parents. Yeah, yeah that's it. There is the, yeah. And and the thing is it would be endearing and charming if it was Diana Dawes, <laughs> Dawes if it was Linda Carter. If it was <laughs> Yeah, or if it was uh, a screwball 50s comedy with Rock Hudson and whoever in it playing opposite. Yeah. It was that kind of 50s, the thing is, you know, saccharine, funny thing. The thing is, if they'd set this film in 2020, I mean, ignoring the pandemic, obviously, but if yeah. they'd set it early 2020 or 2019... Um, First of all, they could have avoided all the continuity issues with the Justice League and other films like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Steve Trevor could have been just as amazed by all of the things in 2019. Yeah. The, the, they could have taken the piss out of modern fashion in this scene. Yeah. With Steve Trevor trying on yeah. things that the kids are wearing these days. Um, basically, everything would have been arguably more funny um and they could have had some modern political commentary as well the only thing they would have missed out on is the is that sense that all of the men who ogled the women were mm. of their time but they could have made a me too uh, kind of comment on it yeah yeah um yeah they because they could, and they could have done the like thing about it's a hundred years later that. <laughs> yeah, it's not like people don't make suggestive or in inappropriate comments to women these days. They could yeah. still have had that aspect and and said and and made it clear that's not okay. Um, yeah, there there is almost nothing that would have been lost by by setting it like last year. And in fact, there probably would have been a lot to gain because even if they said it in twenty eighteen. They could then say it's been, a, you know, Steve could say it's been a hundred yeah. years and nothing seems to have yeah. changed, you know, regarding. And and that would be a, a valid feminist driven thought process. Yes, yeah. they could, have drawn, to they be could made. have drawn absolute you know, comparisons. You mean they're yes. still, but your women are still being paid less than men for the same Absolutely. job? Absolutely, they could have that made some, of, some comments. Yeah. And I mean, yes, it's a very common uh sci-fi fantasy fiction comedy trope of um of looking at a fish out of water type situation as an analogy for for modern times but mm. you don't uh, this isn't that then that's not what they're yeah. doing they're not using no. the 80s as a as an, an analogy for me too then they're they're saying no. that was what it was like in the 80s um the fact that is it i mean it's not like it was but there's stuff that is still as bad is yeah. the, is a point they could have made that they just don't they don't bother and there and there was and there was absolutely no need to, given what they did with it is of e barbara wanting, wanting to be sexy like yeah, gal gadot yeah. they didn't they don't need it doesn't need to have been set in the 80s other than it's a popular thing right yeah, now. Absolutely. I mean, to, to they do could that. have had 
Gal could, they could have had a Kristen Wiig watching an episode of fucking Cagney and Lacey and being inspired to to stand up for her female rights. That, that, yeah, that, yeah. That would yeah, exactly. have been more more eighties yeah. and more realistic yeah. than what went on. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. There's it's it's weird that they chose to to set it then for the yeah. benefits they got out they of would, it. Yeah, um, and no need for it. It'd be, it'd be interesting to see how old the director is and whether what she was doing for this scene is taking the Patsy piss Jenkins. Of, of I would, I would say she's probably my age. She's probably mid forties, but I don't know. Right. Um, which so would put which would put her eighties absolutely. Up. I mean, I, my, I'm an eighties yeah. kid. I I yeah. I was I was six in 1980. I I consider the eighties yeah. my the the period during which I grew up. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That, maybe that's why she thought that would be good. I don't know, but mm. it's weird. I mean, in a way, I don't know if that is what she was going for. She fucking wasted her opportunity to do it. it yeah. There's so much more that could have been done. So much, so yeah. much more. Eighties. I mean, look at. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen that much Stranger Things. I know that you're a big fan of Stranger mm. Things, but look at how much that has used the iconography of the eighties. Yeah, and and yeah. it's and it has. It has, in a sense, driven the of a revival of the eighties in yep. that way. Yep. It, it uses those those bright colours that that all of the feel and the vibrancy and the and the the yeah yeah the f, you know fame leggings and all of that kind of stuff. But that, that but it kind of it was. I think it was driven by um, uh, an homage to Spielberg yeah. because it's. There was a film called Super 8, which was set in that period. And I think uh, Stranger Things has got a lot to... Oh, there's another, there was another sci-fi thing where there was a bunch of kids that were uh, that discovered that the hill upon which they lived was a spaceship and they were kind of helping them. It's a bit like batteries not mm-hmm. included, so they were kind of helping the robot aliens... So it was very E.T., but it was made in the 2000s, and it was an homage to Spielberg. So yeah. it was made by filmmakers who grew up watching Spielberg. So the, and yeah, it's like, an, it's like an American it, it, new wave, basically. It, yeah. It, it, it yeah. has that possibility to be. And, and you know, the French new wave um, was was filmmakers in the, in the 60s having grown up on cinema in the 40s and 50s. Yeah. And, and yeah, yeah, and, and what what sits in yeah. pain? Yeah, and, exactly. and Tarantino yeah. was the first of the real American new wave, and and yeah. um, there's there's absolutely room for that of people who grew up watching, you know, Pee Wee yeah. on TV and and Spielberg in the cinema, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and yeah. and using that kind of cinematic language to tell their yeah. stories now and. Yeah, because there's because there's a reason that Stranger Things is set in that yeah. time, which means that the bad guys get thwarted by the kids because that's a Spielberg trope, and the bad guys don't just shoot everybody yeah. like they did in the nineties. And you know the bad the bad guys win yeah. because they've got the guns, but in the eighties they've got the guns, but they don't use them. And the, and that's the you know, the. Yeah. The strongest connection possibly is the that is the bad guy is Pedro Pascal. Um, he is a Gordon Gecko kind of yep. character. 
Um, so the 80s makes sense as a milieu for him. But it's not out mm. of place now. It's not... Now? No, I mean, obviously, well, as we've said with the allegory to Trump, it's... it's yeah. It wouldn't be weird to see a, a shyster con man TV personality becoming successful and influential. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, but, well, Trump himself has is a product of the yeah. 80s. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it's th- that the timeline is there. You know, it's not like you need to be in the 80s in order to be a Trump character. You can be Trump now. Well, we've just lived yeah. through that. So, so uh, yeah, which is ultimately... The legacy of his 80s thing. They should have either leaned into it way more or or not yeah. bothered. Um, and the the kind of milk toast version that they did of of bothering to set it in the eighties in this film is is just pointless as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So you leave part one there then. Yeah, let's do that. Because uh, <laughs> I'm because because we've got through two pages and I've only got eight more. <laughs> <laughs> I've got through six. Yeah. <laughs> There we go. Yeah, my final thought was there's no chemistry in that that sequence of the 80s dressing up bit. It's all shot in long shot. It looks like that sequence in Duck Soup where they, uh, there's a, a mirror that happens across the doorway. Yeah, and Groucho's Groucho and Harpo in front of the mirror in his night dress. Night, yeah, exactly. And you kind of think there's more warmth and humanity in that <laughs> shot which is all shot in long absolutely than this entire sequence and it just you know why what is yeah because there's just so much more invested so much more professionalism so much more chemistry and humor and they're not yeah i mean look at taking a piss out of the any audience any film or any tv show that isn't set in the present day, basically. Yeah. If if like there's a, there's period stuff. There's like you know Jane Eyre, Jane Austen, yeah, that kind of stuff. And then there's modern period stuff, which I would say is anything from the fifties onwards. Yeah, you look at Green Book. You look at um, you know Casino. You look at anything that is is set this or last century, I guess. A real effort is made to 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 position it in time, mm. to to make it feel like it's of that time, to yeah. to get all of the fashions and the, and I'm not saying they got the fashions wrong or anything like that. Yeah, they just for most of the film didn't bother. Yeah, but it, there's also in those period set things. There's a reason to set them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. In that period, yeah. which is used as part of the plot. Yeah. yeah. But this, there's just no, no need. You know, it's not. They didn't. They. Yeah. It, I mean, I I would forgive them not having a reason to set it in 1984 if they did it in a way that gave you some kind of benefit. Yeah. If it, if they if they leaned into it, if they made it of the time, if they if they did a soundtrack, if they if they made every scene. Yeah. 80s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, look at the Wonder Years, for example, a whole fucking series. Yeah, um, yeah. That, that was set 20 years before it was sh- it was shot. 
Yeah. And and every scene in that felt like it was of its time. Yeah. It felt like yeah. the sixties. Um, happy day, happy days. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's there's yeah. a reason for making a period piece, a modern period piece. Yeah. And this film had no reason to do it, and and did it failed badly. To li- failed to deliver exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, we look forward to <laughs> revisiting <laughs> this terrible work of awfulness. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, if uh, if you're interested in going and watching it, please do. Oh yeah, by you know, all don't means, pay for watch it. it. Spend your two and a half hours watching it yourself. <laughs> yeah, don't uh, spend any money because no. you'll regret it. Um, and uh, you know, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> Life is good, but it can be better. I want to be an apex predator. Barbara, what did you do? The way I fly. They will never find us. I forgot to tell you. What? Later. Will they pull their shit at us? Well, shit, Diana. Does everybody parachute now?